Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. I want to invite you to the book of 1 Kings 2, 1 through 4. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. That the Lord may continue. Everybody say continue that the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me saying if thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in the truth with all their heart and with all their soul there shall not fail thee said he meaning God a man on the throne of Israel in other words your family is going to always be blessed if you walk according to the word of God. Now, if you would turn to the New Testament, the book of Acts, Acts starting at the second chapter, verse number one through four, then 37 through 42 and 46 and verse 47. And the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 37. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly, everybody say gladly. 
Then they that gladly received the words were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Verse 46 and 7. And they continuing. Everybody say continuing. And they continuing daily with one accord. Let me go for a moment back. There's one verse I missed. It's powerful. And you need to remember this one. Verse 42, and they continued, everybody say continued, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayer. Now, verse number 46, and they continuing, everybody say continuing, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Eternal God, once again, Lord, we find ourselves in this gathering of people to hear a word from you. Now, Lord, let me, thy servant, be found decreasing as we watch you increase. For surely there is somebody that's here that has never repented of their sins, never saw the need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they are not aware that the gift, the precious gift of the Holy Ghost awaits them. Lord, I ask this day, God, let us not just be a hearer of the word, but let us be found doing it. And once again, as always, Lord, without you, I can do nothing. So, Lord, please lend me your anointing, that anointing that will destroy every yoke and fetter. And, Lord, when all of these things are said and done, people are delivered, souls are saved. We'll remember to give you the glory and the honor and the praise. Let everyone say in Jesus' name. Before you're seated, once again, let me read two verses, 42 and 46. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. In the remaining time that I have with you today, I would love to share this thought to be continued. As always, I go to the source when I know I don't know it. And I look what Merriam-Webster has to say about words because words are significant. Words are important. And, and we really need to understand and know the definition. So he is the master, if you please, of definitions. So I, I concur with him on this. Because he said continued means lasting or extending. Just two words. It's lasting and this extending. But then he gave me some synonyms that I like to drop on you. He said in some of the synonyms they are continuing, continual, continuous. Ceaseless, perpetual, nonstop, uninterrupted. 
be continued. <laughs> no doubt many of you sitting here have heard that phrase before, to be continued. Come on, talk back to the preacher if you ever heard it before. Come on. To be continued. And often it, it is at the end of an episode of our favorite programming on TV that we watch. Then all of a sudden, these three words come up. To be continued. They pop up and you say, oh, man. You think it ends like that? Turn to your name and say, that's not the end. <laughs> Those three words simply are indicating that the TV show or the movie or the programming you watch has not ended, but will continue in the next episode. I know some of y'all fans of all the, I almost want to start naming programs because some of y'all, yay! And I would hate you all say, yay, to the wrong one. But, you, but you, you're, you're knowing that to be continued just simply is indicating that what you're waiting for is coming in the next episode. And I know it appears that it's a cliffhanger. Man, I'm watching the program right now, and the way it ended, I said, come on, are you for real? And then it said, to be continued. I know it appears like it's a cliffhanger, but trust me, they won't leave you hanging there. And then is that phrase, to be continued, it also is used when someone is having a discussion or a conversation that has seemingly been concluded. But I'm here to tell you, to be continued in a conversation denotes there's more coming. <laughs> Some of you, you've had that talk with your parents. And they say, young man, I'm not finished with you. To be continued. You know what that means, don't you? <laughs> So the phrase to be continued is something I looked at and I said, you know what? That's something powerful when we think of it in the life of a believer. To be continued. So I went to these scriptures and I began to look at the fact that as we began to read in, in 1 Kings 2, what it was actually saying that David is about to leave planet Earth. Plain English, he's about to die. But before that, he wants to drop some knowledge, if you please, on his son, Solomon. So he kind of starts off, David was drawing, drawing near at that point to die. And he charged Solomon, his son, saying, I go the way of all earth. In other words, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I'm, I'm going back to where I was created from, all earth. Then he says to him, be strong, therefore. You might wonder, why is he telling him to be strong? And then he says, then I want you to not just be strong, but I want you to be a man. If you remember the life of Solomon, when he began to be the king, he was just a young man, probably about 18 or 20. Don't forget, he had some older brothers that were more well qualified than him. But how many of you know that God is the one that chooses? 
just like he chose his father. The Bible said that David was a man after God's own heart. And I talked about this a little bit last week, but sometimes when we mess up, we think now that disqualified us. Nah, not with God. He takes your mess up and he fixes you up. But now he's passing this knowledge or this wisdom on to his son. And he says, I want you to be strong, but I also want you to become a man. See, we've got to understand as men, we are raising the next generation. And listen, you can't go to the job with your pants on your ankles and expect, oh, I'm talking to a spirit right now. And I ain't dressing nobody. I'm talking to a spirit. I'm talking to a spirit that thinks it's your way. No, you can't even have it your way at Burger King looking like that. Get a job. No, there's some things that you have to do. So he wants to make sure his son is on the right track. So he says, I want you to be strong and I want you to become a man. Listen, some of the things that we feel qualifies to be a man, dogs do that. Listen, I'm about being real. Somebody said I'm a reality preacher. That's right. I'm moving right next door and let you know that what you think you can do as a man, dogs do it. Making babies after babies after babies. And now you got a nerve to stick out your chair. I'm a man. No, you're not a man. David's saying, my son is not going to wind up like that. I want you to be strong and I want you to be a man. See, let me say this to all of the men. God is coming back. And if you are in a household as the man, he's not going to confront your wife. Oh, I'm in the book on this one. Okay, okay, for all those spirits are saying, I don't see that. Turn your Bibles to Genesis and go to the account where he comes into the garden after they had sinned. Please, my brothers and sisters, tell me what name did he call? He said, Adam, where art thou? He didn't say Eve. He didn't leave Eve in charge. He left the man in charge. Oh, it's quiet in this apostolic, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost church. You know why? Because as a man leads, his family will follow. Oh, I'll flip it for you. If you're here and you're a single parent and you're a woman, I'm telling you the same thing. Until you get Brother Wright coming in your life, let me tell you the qualifications for Brother Wright. He got to love God more than he can ever love you. Then when Brother Wright comes in your life, then you hand over the reins. You don't have to be the one that leads the family anymore. But until then, you got the whole ball of wax. And God never designed for single parent homes. We do that. David's saying, you're not going to wind up like that. I'm giving you the wisdom and knowledge to be strong and to be a man. Then he goes on to say, and keep the charge of the Lord. The charge. God has charged us to train up our children in the way that they should go. That when they are old, they will not depart from it. He says, so keep 
the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways to keep his stature and his commandments and his judgment and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses thou mayest prosper let me ask the question and don't be shy wave your hand at me anybody in here want to prosper now see some of y'all y'all know y'all y'all in the house of God lying you know you need to throw up both hands and a leg. You know you want to prosper. Well, the way you prosper is through the word of God. Obeying the word of God. Now, that, that was free. It ain't cost you nothing. I ain't asked for no extra offering. I want you to prosper. But I don't want you to be delusional. Think you're going to prosper without God. It don't work that way. What shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? You ain't got nothing. And he's encouraging him to do all of that. He says that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whithersoever thou turnest there thyself. Then he says, just as a reminder, because see, this was a conversation that Samuel had with David. When David was now being looked at and had now become the king, the prophet began to tell him, now, David, if you want to be a righteous king, if you want to be a stand up king, if you want to be the kind of king that leads God's people in a godly way, do these things. So you know what he did? He passed it on to his son. That's where this conversation comes from. Then he says that the Lord my, excuse me, that the Lord may continue. There's that word again. That the Lord may continue his word which he had spake concerning me, saying, if thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in the truth with all their heart, with all their soul, there shall not fail. Then it says, he said, a man on the throne of Israel to be continued. If we go back to the New Testament, the day of Pentecost, 50 days after the Passover had taken place, they were in the upper room. You know the setting, you Bible scholars. They would be told to go to Jerusalem and wait until they be endued with power. And Acts 1 and 8 says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. I, I was sharing this with the new converts, and in particular one that has just received the Holy Ghost not too long ago. And I was saying why it was in my spirit to encourage those that don't have the Holy Ghost to understand that you can't leave here without it. God is not accepting you without his spirit. He actually says you are none of his. So I was encouraging him the importance of the Holy Ghost. You see the Holy Ghost is able to keep you from falling. Oh yes it will. Yeah, yeah. If you depend on the spirit of God to lead and guide you he will help you live holy. Now, he, let me make a disclaimer here. 
He's not going to make you live holy because there's a lot of folk that have had and still have the Holy Ghost, but they doing them. <laughs> what makes me feel good. But see, there's a difference by the Holy Ghost having you and you having the Holy Ghost. So I don't hardly ask people anymore, do you have the Holy Ghost? I like to switch it up. Does the Holy Ghost have you? But ye shall receive power after that. I was telling them, you don't have power to resist sin without the Spirit of God. You can only stay in a repentant state for so long. And before you know it, you find yourself backpedaling. Going back into the things that you once were doing. But the scripture said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. And so now he goes to the second chapter of the first verse and it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one place with one accord. And there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house. Oh, I wish, oh, thank you, gee, if all of the house was filled today. And they were all filled. He didn't leave anybody out. He didn't leave one soul out. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Bible says, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And again, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And I, I want to pause here because somebody is saying they don't do that no more. That's not necessary. Too late. <laughs> somebody say, why? I'm glad you asked because he filled me with the Holy Ghost with the evidence. Hey, hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in other tongues as his spirit gave me the utterance. Now, listen, I can promise you I didn't go to school to learn how to speak in tongues. There, there wasn't offering tongues 101 when I was saved. The mothers, they made sure you got it. No, baby, cry on Jesus. Call him a little bit louder. You, you ain't loud enough. It is still a biblical experience. In 2018, you still need it. Then they, they went over to, to verse 37. But before they went to verse 37, he was telling them, you know what y'all just did? Y'all just crucified the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now verse 37, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? It sounds like they got a revelation. We messed up. We messed up big time. How can we fix this? How can we get back in God's graces? Peter had the answer. He said unto them, repent. See, some of y'all looking at me like, what is that? Repentance is simple. Stop sinning. Stop living the lifestyle of hiding, sliding, and slipping and dodging. Stop thinking that it's okay to drink on Saturday and come in church on Sunday and do you and then leave back out and make a reservation at a hotel, wherever. I, I'm trying to tell you 
that when they heard this, the Bible said that they were pricked in their heart. See, when you get the revelation, it's the modern day saying is simply this. When you know better, you do better. When you know that your ways don't please God, when you know that literally you are sinning against God by the way you live, there should be a change. In let, let, let me say this for all of you churchgoers. What good does it do for you to go to church and never make a change? You all right, just like you are. Whatever you do, if you smoking blunts, you good. But let me ask you a question. If it's so good, why don't you light up in church? No, 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 no seriously. If, if God is all right with it, why don't you light up in church? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, somebody, but I don't smoke. Okay, but you drink. Come on, crack the seal. Oh, you're a mad dog, 2020. Pour something for the dead. Not in this carpet. No, you don't. No, -uh, we, ain't, we ain't going there. With your Jim Bean and Grey Goose. See, y'all, listen, listen. First of all, I ain't always been saved. Second of all, I ain't never done none of those things. Not near one of them. But let me give revelation to those that are sitting there and thinking you all right. That you good to go. Because you never drank. You never smoked. You never cursed. Let me say this. You will be next in line to bust hell wide open if you don't realize you need to repent. If you don't know that you are displeasing to God. In any other way than being born of the water and of the spirit. After he said, Peter, after they, they got the revelation, they were pricked in their heart. He said, men and brethren, what, what shall we do? How, how can we rectify this? How, how can we make it right? Then Peter said unto them, repent. Simple. Making about face from sin and keep it moving toward Jesus. Repent and then be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost to be continued for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call and with many other words that he testify and exalt saying save yourself you gotta save yourself. Mama can't do it. Daddy can't do it. You will not go to heaven on their Holy Ghost. I promise you that. You will not say, oh, wait a minute, Mama. Wait a minute, Daddy. No, uh -uh. no that's not how it happens. For the promises unto you and unto your children and to all that are far off, as even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Revelation, he's calling somebody right now. And with many other words that he testified and is all saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly, everybody say gladly. gladly. I said gladly for, I need to make a point. 
There are some of you come. And when we get to this, you ain't glad at all. You like, will she hurry up? But they that gladly received those words. You know what they did? They were baptized that same day. Here goes some of y'all. Yeah, well, you know, I got to go home and think about it. Y'all baptized on the fifth Sunday, don't you? How I many you know the fifth Sunday only come about three times in a year? What happens if Jesus comes back before the fifth Sunday? But they that gladly received, they were baptized. And the same day were added unto them 3,000 souls. I said to myself, good God in Zion. 3,000 souls. I had to get all of the ministers, all of the teams, everybody. You baptize about 100. You baptize 200. 1,000 of them. 3,000. And when they say about back in biblical days, they just for whatever reason didn't count women and children. So it was probably more than that. Then it said, and they continued. Everybody say continued. Listen, I'm going somewhere with this. To be continued. And when they realized this and they began to take part in it, it simply says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and in prayer. You see, once you get saved, you got to come to church. Why? Because, see, in church... The Bible says, forsake not yourselves as a manner of some is, seeing that the day approaches. We've got to understand that, and I'm being sincere as I can be, you are all that I have. You are all that I have. See, some of y'all, y'all have a, that's another message, but y'all got a plan B. I don't have a plan B. If this doesn't work, because everything I have is you. Everything that I want to be and do, it involves you. So I have no plan B. You remember when Jesus, he was talking to the disciples, and he, the Bible said it was a hard statement. He said, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you cannot be my disciples. The Bible said after that day, many kept it moving and walked away Peter said Lord where shall I go I'm committed ask yourself the question how committed am I how committed am I to the fact that Jesus wants me to continue coming he wants me to continue living he wants me to continue to do everything he's lined up in the word of God. And then it went on to say, and they continuing deadly, daily, excuse me, with one accord in the temple. In the words, same place, same way they started. This is how they're continuing. And breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And let me add, they got to the point that they loved each other so much that they were so into one another that they all sold all of their possessions. Let go of your pocketbook. I ain't saying for you to let. 
No, keep your deed. I'm not trying to get the deed of your house. No, keep your title. But what they did, they sold everything they had, Brother Terry. Everything. And put it on the table. Said, everybody, come on and join in. Now, we, we would. <laughs> Y'all got quiet on that one. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that's how committed they were to God, to the body. And then it, they said, verse 40, 47, they were praising God and having favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. You see, to be continued, there's some things that need to be continuing in the body of Christ. To be continued, love needs to continue in the church. And Hebrews says, let brotherly love, come on, talk back to the preacher. Let brotherly love continue. If continuing love ceases, then guess what? That must mean you ain't really love me. Love is an action word. You can say all you want to. I love you. I lo but please, every now and then, show some signs. You don't have to give me to show me that you love me. But you have to do something. You have to do some things. But it's not always about giving somebody something. Listen, to be continued in love, let brotherly love continue. To be continued power. Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He said greater things than these that I'm doing right here before your eyes. You're going to do greater. To be continued grace. My God, I wish that we could show grace when a brother or sister falls. I'm talking about grace. You know the kind of grace you want. Oh, Pastor, you know, I just made a mistake. I just fell. Pastor, please. And guess what? Okay, brother. Okay, sister. And then, uh, Pastor, did you see what they did? Oh, Pastor, you need to sit them down. Now, what happened to grace? <laughs> to be continued holiness. That's right. In the 21st century, God says to be continued holiness. Precious hearts. Holiness starts within. And it does work its way out. But if you don't have it within... It sure ain't coming out. Now, some of this stuff we doing, wearing, don't say God told you that. I will say this. I'm not a weak man. But some things that are put before my eyes, if I'm not careful, these eyes will behold. Y'all real quiet. You see... Nobody is exempt, even the king. You know that was David's issue. That's why some of y'all can't even give him grace. You see what he did? But God said he was a man after his own heart. God knew. See, newsflash, nothing you will ever find yourself involved in 
takes God by surprise. He sees you in the bed. He sees you in the ABC store. He see, and and, he, and even in all of that, see y'all, y'all must don't go to Atlantic Bread Company. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. But anyway, the grace we should continue in love. We should continue in power. We should continue in grace. But again, back to holiness, we've got to continue in that. Why? Because he said, be ye holy for I am holy. And some of us, we are misrepresenting him. If it's not for sale, then don't put the for sale sign on it. If it ain't for sale, don't put a for sale sign on it because you're going to get some inquiries. And then when you get inquiries, don't get all offended now. Now, wouldn't it be something they ain't even in this service? But you out there shaking it and it's jangling and all of that. And then, then all of a sudden, somebody come up to you and say, Mmm, girl, you look good. Then you say, yeah, well, I, I'll never. And, then, and they, 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 they wasn't even in this service. They say, well, then why you got the for sale sign on? What you going to say then? I'll tell you like this. To be continued. In my closing, the early church in the book of Acts, it doesn't end with a period. Tell somebody it doesn't end with a period. See, that would denote that everything ends with them. In their dispensation of time. No sir, no ma'am. That's not how the story ends. But it's to be. Talk back to me. It's to be continued by us. The baton is passed. And the torch is handed to us. It's our responsibility. It's our duty. To keep on. Preaching the kingdom of God. And the teaching of the unadulterated word of truth concerning our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And with all confidence that he who has begun this good work, the one that started this mission, is able to bring it to an expected end. Thank you, Father. I gotta give you thanks. Because, Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at it now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, i got to give you praise because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God, and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive, and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.